Hi, my name is Michelle Johns and I'm your host. In this series, I'm sharing seven lessons I learned from working in the corporate world as a woman. This is episode six where I share how you need to get yourself a mentor stat. I spent years thinking that having someone as a referee was the most important thing. But that person is at the back end of the process. When you're about to take a role and they need to check you are who you say you are. When I look back now, I realize that if I had a mentor, and I mean a real mentor, more on that later, I would have been more set up to succeed in a leadership role and to even land the next role I aspire to. A bit of background, I was 29. I was promoted to a senior role in the finance department in a global company. My direct manager was based overseas and I was on a fast track to success. So I thought, I was given a significant opportunity, but I was not provided the real support that I needed to do a great job. I didn't have a mentor. I was not provided any training on how to manage a team. And I did not have a true role model, someone that I aspired to be. I had been observing people unlike me, mostly men, to work out what I needed to do the manager job really well. I was not set set up to succeed in that opportunity that I was given. Now, I didn't do an awful job. People that worked for me back then wouldn't say that. I had my instincts, I had good relationships with the team that I took over, and I had my care for others, and all that set me in good stead. But that all only got me so far down the track. What I needed was proven methods on how to get the best out of a team. I needed the skills to do the people management piece that is expected in most organizations. And I needed to know what was required of me to demonstrate that I was effective in that role so that I could progress into more senior roles in the future. So how was I to get noticed or how was I to manage up? This was all missing for me. So for the next five years, I stumbled my way through different roles, never quite hitting that next level up. I kind of plateaued. I always had a great referee when I went for jobs, but I wasn't getting the roles that were going to challenge me. I was getting roles that were of similar level, but in different industries and not really taking me to that next level. It wasn't like I wasn't applying for those types of roles. I just wasn't even getting an interview. So how did I progress? Well, what I ended up doing was taking things into my own hands. I started to do my own personal development work. I would also seek feedback from others. Not just my boss, but people higher up in the management chain that I built relationships with. And I asked about my perception out there and what I needed to do to do their job one day. But I definitely went about it the long way. Eventually I was in an organization and they ran a mentoring program and I put my hand up for that. This is going to propel my career I thought as well. Now I'm not saying here that organizations cannot run good mentoring programs. They're useful on so many levels but the research shows that the formal mentoring programs are so much less effective than informal mentoring. So informal mentoring often comes about where people are mentored because the mentor saw something in the mentee and wanted to help them with their career or 
They connected with them because they're a lot like themselves. These relationships don't just create a mentoring experience, but often act as a sponsorship relationship too. Now, I want to pause here and compare these two. A mentor and a sponsor are not the same, but they could be the same person. A mentor is someone who will provide you with the guidance, ideas on skills to develop, and perspectives on how to advance your career. A sponsor is someone who will provide you the opportunities to advance your career or put you forward to advance your career. So a sponsor will help you advance while a mentor will give you ideas on how you might advance. See the difference? Often in informal mentor relationships, that mentor also acts as a sponsor. And this role of sponsorship is very important. Many men progress their careers through these informal mentoring relationships, and then they're also provided the sponsorship to advance their careers. Now, there is nothing wrong with this. Well, maybe there is, it's wrought with unconscious bias, but we want this too. But the problem is there are not as many women in those leadership roles. There's a lot of white men who then fall into mentoring relationships with younger men just like themselves. So what we need to do is intervene because I think there is such an opportunity for women right now with so much more awareness out there of this unconscious bias that you can take action and get yourself in a better position for your future career. So what happens is when people have informal mentor relationships, where it came about organically, we see people more likely to progress at a faster rate than those formal mentoring relationships that I mentioned earlier. So looking back on my career, one of my biggest learnings that I want to share with women like you is that you need to get a mentor as early as you can. To do this, I do not necessarily suggest you pick your target, walk up and say, will you be my mentor? Although some people have done this and it has worked, it's a little forward. It's like asking someone to marry you before you've even gone on a date. Instead, perhaps go through a bit of a process to get there because you also want the right mentor for you. So I'm going to step you through a process you could use to find yourself the right mentor. Now, who is the right mentor for you? Now, a mentor is usually someone who is in a similar position that you aspire to be in one day. So in a hierarchical structure in your own organization, they may be one to two steps up from where you are today. They should not be in your management structure. So they shouldn't be your manager or your manager's manager. Now, they, they will play a role in your development and advancement but you need an outsider's perspective and you need to be able to have open conversations about your challenges with no bias. So this way they can also, if they're in your organization, they can also be mentoring you on how things work in your particular organization. Uh, this may though depend on the size of your organization. So whether you can find someone internally or not, otherwise it may need to be outside. So they could be in another organization, but the same industry or the same profession as you're in. Now, this is my suggested approach. So if you're taking notes, this is the time to get your pen out. It's a four step process. So you first want to start with self-reflection. 
So you want to consider where you want to be in the future. So target a role that you would love to be in. Now, this may be hard to do if you're not sure of your future goals. So this process may be a catalyst to think about that. Uh, then consider where you are today. Now, there will be gaps between where you want to be and where you are today. And out of those gaps, you need to look at which ones would uh, help to have a mentor fill those gaps. So the second step is the scan. So next you want to scan the possible mentors. So look in your organization, uh, look at the organizational structure, look outside the organization and, and you could use LinkedIn and do some searches on your profession or your industry and who's, who's you know very successful there. So you want someone who has been where you are today and can show you how you can get where they are now. Remember, the mentor is about helping you with the how, how to advance your career. So now you'll have a list of possible mentors. And the third step is building relationships. Now, as I said before, don't go from here to, will you be my mentor? But spend time getting to know a few possibilities. You don't want to get halfway through a mentoring relationship and realize your values are not aligned and you could not possibly do the things they did to get where they are. You want to find a match with your mentor. Now, the people who are not a good match, don't disregard them yet as they may be good to have on your personal board, but not as your mentor. Now, more on that later. Are we following here? I think a few things to park for later on. So the fourth step is to just be. Be present with what is happening with those relationships that you're building. This is the time where you may then realize, hey, this person has just organically become my mentor. Or it may be time to formalize a relationship by asking if they could do this on a regular basis or for a period of time. You could agree a regular catch up and be clear what you're looking for from them so they can bring that value to you. Uh, you may agree to review it in six months time to see if you're both still getting something out of the relationship. That's something you could be proactive about. Um, so that's the four step process. Self-reflection, scanning, building relationships and being present. Now you may not need to formalize things with the final step as you'll, you'll find that by taking action and just being, most relationships just happen organically. Look, some people just click and these relationships start and then they may even go on for many years. So on that, mentoring relationships need to be two-way. For the mentor, it could be having someone inspiring in their life. The fact that you are proactively working in your career can be so inspiring for a mentor. Or they could be getting new perspectives. For example, often there's a generation gap and someone more experienced can learn something absolutely from someone younger. It could um, just be getting the experience in the mentoring skills. So some mentoring relationships will only last a short while and once you learn what you can and they get something from the relationship too, it may end. And just remember, it's not personal if that happens. These mentoring relationships need to be purposeful for you as the mentee. I want to give you some examples of what I believe uh, I could have benefited from having a mentor earlier in my career. One area was how to lead a team. I definitely could have used some help with 
how to set up a team, how to run a good team meeting, how to set team goals, how to run a brainstorming session with a team. These are things I learned how to do myself. But if I had some help with this earlier in my career, it could have been useful, not only for me to take the stress away, but also for the team I was leading to have a better experience. Now, another area was how to manage myself with my new peers and leadership team. So how to present ideas to my executives, how to think like a CEO, how to apply for the next leadership role, what I needed to demonstrate to get that role. And a final example was how to manage myself in those difficult situations. So what to do when I have team members in conflict with one another. I really struggled with that early on. I didn't like conflict myself, so having to manage people who were in conflict was really hard for me. Another one was how to manage a big change in my team or to my team that may have been coming from the organisation. So managing people through a change or supporting people through their own change process or psychological change process. So there's some examples of gaps you may also have and to think about when you're looking for your mentor. Now I want to also mention um, that to advance your career you may also want to find a sponsor, uh, the person who promotes you that I talked about, the one who opens doors for you and talks about you when you're not there like, hey, you should talk to Michelle. I think she would be perfect for that new leadership role you have opening uh, up in your team. That's what you want happening in the background. And perhaps that's a topic for another podcast episode. But if you have a, a organic mentor, they may also serve as the sponsor. Now, earlier in the podcast, I uh, hinted uh, about having a board of directors. And I may do a separate podcast on this because when you're in your scanning stage of seeking a mentor, you may also find people here who could be on your board. So I wanted to mention this before finishing up um, this podcast. So the general idea of this is that sometimes when you do that earlier gap analysis between where you are and where you want to be, you find that there are a wide range of skills that you need to develop. And one mentor may not be the right person to cover them all. So you can start to think more broadly. Who could be on your board of directors? Now, I wish I had Michelle's board of directors early in my career. I've built a lot of connections and relationships, and I do have go-to people for particular areas now. But looking back, I wish I had purposefully done this earlier. So think about your gaps from your self-reflection exercise, and then who you could seek out to help you with each area. Now, for example, as a leader, you will eventually be responsible for a budget for your team. You may think about who is your trusted person to show you the ropes uh, of the finance basics. So this may be your finance partner in your department or your friend who's an accountant. But do you see how they could be a very different person to the leader who you admire and want to mentor you? Now, this also spreads the load for your mentor. So you can be really targeted with each of your board members and do not need to take up a lot of each person's time. So look at your gaps, create a boardroom for each of those gaps and then start filling those seats. So that 
is the episode done? It was a little practical and I felt a little bit like a school teacher there for a moment. Well, I did want to be one when I was young, but then didn't everyone who loved their first teacher at school? I was lucky there. But this week, I really wanted to share these practical tips so that you can seek out the support you need as early as you can. And if you already have a mentor, thinking who you could add to your personal boardroom. And do you have an organic mentor that you can now leverage as a sponsor? So thanks for listening. And I hope this helped even just one aspiring woman leader out there. Next episode, I will share another lesson I learned in the corporate world as a woman. Until then, let's get comfortable in our own skin and help others to feel comfortable in theirs too. We need more brave-hearted women in leadership positions. Thank you.